This is Simply Meditation, an offering of Center for Self-Care, and your mindful coach, that's me, Mark Balser. Each week at 7.15 p.m. on Wednesday, we have an in-person guided meditation and short teaching at Balance for Life Yoga in Devon, Pennsylvania. Feel free to join us there or listen each week to our intro and guided practice or standalone guided practice. If you'd like to learn more, visit me at www.center4selfcare.com or email me at mark at centerforselfcare.com. Thank you and enjoy. This week, uh, we're going to do some deep relaxation and explore the idea or the concept of deep rest, which has no definition. If you look up on the internet, like it doesn't have much to say about deep rest, but I'll tell you a little bit about that. So why don't we start with a little grounding, a little centering, just for two or three minutes. I have a poem I want to share with you from Pablo Neruda. And so you can sit and let the words flow into you. Just settling into this time and this space. The poem is called Keeping Quiet. Now we will count to 12 and we will all keep still. Now we will count to 12 and we will all keep still. This one time upon the earth, let's not speak any language. Let's stop for one second and not move our arms so much. It would be a delicious moment without hurry, without locomotives. All of us would be together in a sudden uneasiness. The fishermen in the cold sea would do no harm to the whales, and the peasant gathering salt would look at his torn hands. Those who prepare wars, wars of gas, wars of fire, victories without survivors, would put on clean clothing and would walk alongside their brothers in the shade without doing a thing. What I want shouldn't be confused with final inactivity. What I want shouldn't be confused with final inactivity. Life alone is what matters. I want nothing to do with death. If we weren't unanimous about keeping our lives so much in motion, if we could do nothing for once, perhaps a great silence would interrupt this sadness, this never understanding ourselves and of threatening ourselves with death. 
Perhaps the earth is teaching us when everything seems to be dead and then everything is alive. Now I will count to 12 and you keep quiet and I'll go. even sense it in the room, a little settling, a little softening. Uh, we've created this space <laughs> of a bit of stillness, at least in physical being, if not emotional or mental being. But our practice today is called Deep Relaxation, and it's from the tradition of Thich Nhat Hanh. Have you ever heard of Thich Nhat Hanh? Mm -hmm. A Vietnamese Buddhist monk. Uh, he kind of teaches everyday mindfulness or applied mindfulness. So most of his meditation practice, when I went to his retreat, we never sat. We never did silent sitting meditation. We did uh, work meditation. We did walking meditation. We did sound meditation. We did eating meditation. And then, you know, once a day, we'd close our eyes for 15 minutes. So it's, it's kind of neat how applied it is. And so this practice, deep relaxation, will be lying on the floor and it's not, you know, it's not too much about technique, but it's about awareness and, and being with what's happening in our experience. I went on one of these retreats with Jack Balser, my mm. now 15 year old, but he might've been like seven or so. And so it was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it was a new year's uh, retreat. So it was like the four or five days before new year's. And they had these like huge, like four by four cushions that you'd then put your, you know, meditation stuff on. So the kids, there was a huge kids program, would fit onto these little four by four cushions. And it's 10 o'clock at night, 10.30 at night, the latest Jack's ever stayed up in, a, in his life. And we do this deep relaxation. And like what will probably happen with us, you know, people fall asleep immediately, mm -hmm. most certainly the kids. Mm -hmm. And so we do the deep relaxation, it's 11 o'clock, and so now we're kind of getting ready to do our celebration, they're doing a teaching, and all the kids are passed out in the middle of oh our gosh. space. Mm -hmm. And so the, the monks and nuns, most of the nuns are like little, like five feet tall, grab the edge of the cushions and start pulling the cushions with the kids on them, you know, like <laughs> along the floor, because like, you know, they're so low and just jam them all in the corner. Oh and so it was just like, I, I wish I took a picture of that part. I have a picture of him at the retreat and so on, but there was like probably 15, 20 kids just jammed and in the corner, asleep? dead asleep. Oh wow. yeah, they were out. gone. Yeah. They were out. So hopefully I won't have to slide you around on the floor after we practice. I have a friend who's um, recently became aware of a life-threatening illness that he's working with. And he's a very busy, connected, 
compassionate guy. So he's always moving. And uh, the first time I got to talk about this with him after his diagnosis, he mentioned that one of the things he needs to work on is deep rest. And when he shared that with me, <clears throat> you know, that the, the thoughts about his experience kind of turned off just for a second for me to be like, oh my God, I need deep rest too. Yeah. I don't even know really what it is. None of us really know what it is, but like deep rest, wouldn't that be nice? So I, I, look, I looked it up on the internet today and uh, this is kind of cool. The only real search result was from an organization called the Good Men Project. Imagine that. I haven't heard of the Good Men Project before. To the extent he makes light of this, because the title of it's called From Depressed to Deep Rest. I don't know that you can deep rest your way out of depression. I'm pretty certain you can. But it can be supportive in becoming aware of what's happening in your experience. So what I really think this guy is trying to get at is that there's an active element to deep rest that we slow down enough to experience what's actually happening, to feel sensations in the body, to feel emotions as part of our experience. He says, I've noticed whenever I feel too much emotion, there's an automatic disconnect inside me that takes place. It doesn't matter whether it's joy, sadness, anger, or pain that's present. It's as though the emotion triggers a circuit breaker inside me and I automatically switch off. And what that brings up for me is like at work, like I can't afford to let emotions come up right now. I just got to charge through this day. Mm-hmm. And of course it comes back to you. By the end of the day, those emotions that might not even have the content related to it anymore are there for you. Um, and he talks about the habitat patterns that we build that previously that might've been really great adaptive response to dealing with a difficult parent or a difficult partner or friend or something like that. So he's finally slowing down and the first thing that comes in that has, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm sad, I'm, you know, I, I wake up feeling dread. And for him, at least, the word depressed transformed into depressed. And he's like, yeah, I'm feeling all those things, but what I need in this moment is to slow down uh, and, and maybe let those feelings flow a little bit more because right now they're stuck. So he wanted to stay in bed that day. There's an energy to mm-hmm. those emotions. And so if we can pull off, peel off some of that energy, it actually can can in, sometimes be invigorating almost mm-hmm. that we can redirect that swirling of emotion. He, As he's ending, he talks about how then he went to meditate and his phone was low. And so he sets his meditation timer and then the battery dies on his meditation. (laughs) And he said it was the best thing, a pleasant (laughs) sense of satisfaction of being energized in a deep, slow way because he wasn't trying to get on the scoreboard of I meditated for 15 minutes today. He just meditated until he wasn't meditating anymore. Mm -hmm. And his suggestions in all this are to pretty much do nothing. Forget Mm -hmm. about technique. So I'll guide us through a practice, obviously, but... Your job is so much of the what you're not doing. Like we're not out in the world, we're not moving, we're not checking our phone, we're not working on all these things that are our job. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So that that deep rest is both a slowing down, but kind of a gearing up as well, like a reconnecting, a resetting, to an extent, being with what is. And it could be real grounding. 
what I suggest, I, I've got the, the smaller blankets there as pillows, but you might want to use the bigger blankets as pillows. I'm happy mm -hmm. to drop the blanket over you. And I love putting the, the little bolster under my legs, but mm -hmm. take a couple of minutes and find ourselves to a comfortable spot and then practice for 20 minutes. And as much as I'd like to lie down with you, I'm going to sit because it is really hard to guide a meditation uh, when, you're, you when you're lying down. We'll take a few minutes to arrive as well. We're not going to jump right into the body scan, but recognizing that we've had experiences and expectations throughout our day. We might even, as we let our eyes close, bring our memory back to this morning. You might see yourself lying in bed as you awoke. And just walk yourself through the day, bringing any images to mind as you got out of bed, brushed your teeth and began your morning routine. Just watching it without any sound and not needing to judge. Moving through the day, perhaps having breakfast or a cup of coffee. Walking through the morning, the people you encountered, the errands you ran. Phone calls and conversations. Recalling any memories from your day. Arriving at midday if you're not already there. Moving through lunch and into the afternoon. And just observing this memory without judging Perhaps recalling the shift as the afternoon ended, perhaps coming home, preparing dinner. And now bringing yourself back to the present. Sensing your body as it lies on the floor. Feeling the movement of the breath.
of sounds, smells, being aware of the movement of air across your face, your forehead, Noting the quality of the mind. Observing any thoughts or emotions as they come and go. And now gently drawing your attention down your body to your left foot. Noticing any sensations you might find in your left toe. Pulsing, numbness. Whiteness, or perhaps nothing at all. Bringing your awareness to the toes on your left foot, and now breathing in. Breathing in, I give my love and my care to my toes. Breathing out, I smile. So drawing the breath in your own time, offering your love and care on each in-breath and a smile on each out-breath. Letting your awareness flow now to the main part of the left foot, all of the foot and the arch, as well as the top of the foot. Breathing in, I give my love and my care to my foot. Breathing out, I smile. Offering your appreciation for the work your feet do, moving you from place to place, all these miles and miles. Breathing in, I give my love and my care to my foot. Breathing out, I smile. Continuing up through the ankle to the lower left leg. 
Sense the space inside the leg, feeling the muscles of the calf, the hardness of the shin, breathing in. I bring my love and my care to my left lower leg. Breathing out, I smile. And see what arises for you. It might be that you've sustained an injury to this part of the body. See what happens when you offer this compassionate word. Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my knee. Breathing out, I smile. Now arriving at the left thigh, offering the words Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my thigh. Breathing out, I smile to my thigh. Now moving across the body, bringing your awareness to the hips and pelvis. And breathing in your love and your care to this area of your body. And smiling with each exhale. Allowing the body to rest deeply. Now breathing in your love and your care to your right thigh. And breathing out, smiling. Moving down the leg to include the knee and the right lower leg. Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my right lower leg. Breathing out, I smile. We rarely pay much attention to the body unless it hurts. But we can offer some appreciation to the legs and now the right foot. Bringing, breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my right leg and my right foot. Breathing out, 
a smile. Feeling into the toes, perhaps sensing the quality of temperature, feeling of your skin against the blanket. Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my toes. Breathing out, I smile to my toes. Now drawing the attention to the area of the belly, the abdomen, and all the internal organs of the body. Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my liver, my kidney, each of these organs that gives me life. Breathing out, I smile. Let yourself feel into the body. As you offer this compassion, you might notice a softening, a loosening of any tension in the body. Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my lungs. How beautiful that you are there to draw in nourishing oxygen, feeding my body as I we breathe in and breathe out. And breathing in, I bring my love and my care to the heart. Breathing out, smiling to the heart. Letting this feeling of care and attention spread down through the shoulders into each of your arms. Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my arms. Breathing out, I smile.
our wrists, our hands, our fingers. They do so much work for us. We use them to lift things, create things, even type things. So breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my hands. Breathing out, I smile to my hands. How wonderful that you are there for me. And now sensing the back as it rests against the floor. Breathing into the muscles, the bones, the skin of the back. Allowing the back to rest. Breathing in your love and care and offering a smile with each exhale. Now breathing into the area of the shoulders and the neck, the throat. Offering appreciation for the tools of speech, the ability to eat and digest our food. Breathing in, I give my love and care to my mind, sensing inside the head, sensing the state of deep rest, nothing to do, nowhere to go, simply being in this moment. Breathing in, I bring my love and my care to my eyes, my ears, my mouth and my nose. Breathing out, I smile. And perhaps allowing your awareness to expand, to include the whole breathing body.
offering your compassion and care to you. Notice how that feels. And as we transition out of practice over the next few minutes, you might imagine yourself resting on your pillow tomorrow morning. And once again, walking through a day, but this time one that hasn't happened yet. rising from your bed and seeing what happens, remembering to offer your love and care in each moment that you need it. Going about your tasks and duties, but perhaps with a lightness and openness to experience. A smile. Sensing how the practice might support you and nourish you. Now bringing a bit of movement back to the body. Perhaps wiggling your fingers and toes. Letting the hips rock from side to side. Giving attention to whatever area of the body might need it in this moment. If you like, you might let the eyes blink open and closed. Stretching the legs and the arms as they lift overhead. And very, very slowly lifting the body off the floor, perhaps taking a seated position as we transition out of one practice into another. Mm. 